I will not believe a word coming out of that sweet nurse's mouth because she's a liar. If it's slithering, it can kill you. I've seen enough cartoons in the 90s and I've seen enough movies to know that a snake can, can kill you. What's going on? It's your boy Jeremiah with the Kind of Kidding Podcast, and we're back to do this again. Number 20, episode 20, week 20. Can I say 20 again? 20, 20, 20. Man, that's wild. 20 episodes. I knew I'd get to a point at some point. Wait, point at some point. I knew I'd get to a point at some point. I knew I'd get to a day. What the fuck am I trying to say? I knew at some point in time, their day would come where I would sit here and think, man, I've done a lot of episodes. And I think episode 20 was that, was that day for me. Um, today, when, when, I, when I woke up today and I said, you know what? I got to record an episode today. I remembered we're on episode 20. And I said, damn, that's a lot. And then I picked up my phone and I, I looked at some other podcasts that I've been listening to over time. And, and I realized 20 episodes ain't shit. <laughs> I listen to episodes of people who have 400 episodes. They have, you know, 10, 11 seasons, you know, they're, they're, they're out here about to record, you know, episode number. What, what is this one? This one right here, it's episode 148. These guys are about to record episode 148 and I'm, I'm sitting here thinking 20 is an accomplishment. So I don't know, stepping stones, stepping, you know, this is, this is a, a building block, a, a milestone. I don't know what you want to call it, but 20 is huge for me. So if you're listening to episode 20, thank you. I appreciate you. Hopefully if you listen to the first 19 as well, if, uh, if episode 20 is your first one, hopefully it's, uh, Hopefully it's the beginning and you can go back and, and catch the rest. Uh, please don't be like my last guest. Um, please don't be like uh, the people that I had in episode 18. <laughs> my daughter and my brother Isaiah, bless their hearts, love them so much. But I didn't realize that they don't actually listen to my podcast. They Together, they probably have registered 10 view, 10 listens. Together, they probably listened to 10 episodes. Each, each, each listening to five. So they might've listened to the same five. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't ask, but, but yeah, I've, I've, you know, you guys know if you guys have been listening to me this long, you know, that I, I watch the numbers. I I'm interested in the numbers. I don't obsess over them. Like I used to, you know, my first few episodes, I was like, Oh my gosh, someone listen. And then when I see here, when I see the number change from five to six and, and, you know, six to nine, it was like, Oh my gosh. I'd be, I'm doing it. You know, now it's more of a, the number's a little higher. So I'm happy with the, the listens that I'm getting. I'm just making sure that it's all trending in the right direction. I want to, I want it to continue to go up, you know, slowly is okay. Just as long as it doesn't dive and, you know, people stop listening. So speaking of that, I told you guys last week that I lost a, a, a Spotify. I lost the Spotify listener or follower, sorry. Uh, 
this program that I have tells me how many Spotify followers I have. And I went, I went down, but as of, you know, five, 10 minutes ago, I've actually gained more. I've gained some. So I don't know. I, I told you guys that one day I'm going to have, hopefully one day I'm going to have so many followers that I won't actually notice if one or two of them leave, but because my number is a smidge low, I notice when people leave. So hopefully, hopefully we keep trending in the right direction and to keep trending in the right direction. I need you. I rely on you. So if you're listening, share this, share this uh, podcast with friends. Uh, if, if it's, if you can, if you're willing, you don't have to, but if you're willing, maybe throw me on your story or, or, you know, do a little free advertising for your boy. Hopefully we were good friends back in the day and now we could be best friends because you're, you're helping me (laughs) see how my friendship works. If you help me, you're my best friend. If you don't help me, we're just good friends. Good friends. Just listen. Best friends help promote. So please everyone be my best friend. Wouldn't that be crazy if you guys realize that the only reason I do this podcast is to get friends? What if I'm a loner? What if I'm a loser? What if the Jeremiah that some of you knew in the past is is gone? And I'm just this shell of a man in my podcast garage, as they would pronounce it in France, doing my best version of Jimmy Fallon, Larry King, Conan O'Brien. I don't know, pick a talk show host. I'm emulating them to be to stay relevant on the internet. So people who used to think I was cool can still think I'm cool and be my friend. What if this was my cry for friendship? If it is, is it working? Are we friends now? Did we just become best friends? I think we're best friends. So since we're friends, I think we could, since, since we have become friends, I think we can jump into this episode and, and let it loose, you know, get down to the brass tacks. I don't even know what that means, but let's get down to the brass tacks. Let's just say shit. We don't understand. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Let's expose the meat and potatoes. Let's carve that pumpkin. (laughs) I have no fucking idea what we're doing here. I had great plans for episode 20 and I hit record and it escapes me. I tell you guys that all the time. First few episodes, I scripted this shit. It felt so easy to just do podcasting. It felt so easy to create episodes, but it was like a, a skit. And then it just was, it just didn't feel right. So the last, I don't know, 10-ish episodes, I don't know how many episodes I've just been free-balling it, freelancing it. Free-balling it? No, I've been freelancing it. See, I use words wrong. I actually think freelancing is the wrong wrong application of wording here. Um, I've just been, I've just been going. I feel like if, I feel like I wanted this podcast to be the same as if you knocked on my door and sat on my couch and we just started talking. We just started rambling. We just started shooting the shit. You know, I wonder how that term came about shooting the shit. When two people hang out and they're just, they're just hanging, they're just chilling. Why do we call it shooting the shit? 
Do you think back in like the twenties and thirties or cowboy days back in the 1800s, do you think they, do you think they rode in, you know, on their horses, dismounted from their horses, tied them up to the, the post, you know, sat on the, sat on the rocking chairs on the porch, pulled out their six shooters and just start shooting literal shit. <laughs> I mean, they didn't have no TVs. They didn't have radios. There, there must, there couldn't have been too much to do, but you, you rode in on your horse, your horse did his business. You ran out of things to talk about. So you just started shooting the shit. And that is, that is how hanging out. That is how the term for hanging out came about shooting the shit. So you learn something new every day. You log in, you go onto your Apple podcast, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, wherever you're listening to this podcast, you logged in, you, you clicked on my podcast, you, you made it through a few minutes and, and you learn the origin of shooting shit. You're welcome. <laughs> what other history lessons can I teach you? Let's make this a let's make this a learn about the world lesson. When I lived in Italy, Italy is a country in the Mediterranean. For those of you who aren't aware, when I lived in Italy, um, we called Mediterranean salad salad. Yeah, true story. Mediterranean salad is just called salad in the Mediterranean. I bet you didn't know that. You know, I'm a. I'm glad. I'm I'm glad that we I'm glad you tuned in today cuz I think this is going to be super educational. It's going to be it's going to be pretty cool. When I when I visited Egypt, did you know that when when I was in Egypt, um Egyptian cotton, the threading on some of their blankets, the Egyptian cotton threading, did you know that they just call it cotton? It's fucking wild, right? And by the way, Italian sodas in Italy, we just call them soda. Weird, huh? Actually, if we're being honest, there is no such thing as Italian soda in Italy. That's an American thing. I think that's a Starbucks craze. Or before Starbucks, some some ice cream joint, you know, threw some flavored cream and carbonated it and said, this is an Italian soda, and we as Americans just latched on to it. I don't care what Google says. You know, you could Google whatever you want. I lived in Italy for seven years. For seven years, I didn't know what an Italian soda. I learned about Italian soda when I came to America. So take that for what it's worth. Starbucks is fucking lying to you. Dutch Brothers, they're liars. The pizza joint down the street that's selling you Italian sodas, fucking liars. They're all lying. No one's being honest to you. They are not your friends. The Kind of Kidding podcast is your friend. I am exposing these lies. By the way, Starbucks, Dutch Brothers, and the local pizza joint, if you choose to sponsor this podcast, I will be editing this portion out. I just want you to know that. But since we're talking truths right now, no such thing as Italian sodas in Italy. I spent very, 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 very many years wandering the streets of Italy and have never come across anything called an Italian soda until I came to America. True story. Oh, and uh, Spanish olives. That's a good one. Uh, when I lived in Spain, uh, we just called Spanish olives olives. Wild, huh? I, f I wonder why the United States 
or whoever. I, I don't understand it. I feel like I feel like we as Americans have found it in our have found it within ourselves to be responsible for renaming everything. <laughs> Something already exists somewhere and we take it and we recreate it. We either rename it or we totally just revamp it. If you don't believe me, what about this? The very language we speak is called English. We took that language from another country and said, you know what? We're going to speak that. And we're going to change it. We're going to fuck it up. We're not even going to, we're not even going to, we're not even going to keep it the way it is. And then we're going to create rules on how to speak our version of English. And then in the process of speaking that new version with our rules, we're not going to follow the rules. <laughs> I mean, think about that. Let's create some, let's find something. Let's take it. Let's not rename it this time, but let's create new rules on how to speak it. And then not follow our own rules. I before E except after C. Sounds easy. When you're in school, your teachers are like, hey, it's I before E except after C. And you're like, cool. So it's always I before E. When I'm spelling a word, the I comes before the E unless it's unless it's unless it's following a C. Easy. What these teachers fail to tell you is that this cool little word trick, this cool little spelling tip that they came up with, the 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 rule for the English language that's supposed to help you understand the English language. There's only there's only 44 words in our entire language that actually follow that rule. I mean, there's I, I think I've read somewhere that there's like 920 something 920 something words that actually break the I before E rule. Why would somebody teach you a rule that isn't even followed the majority of the time? 44 times, 44 times that rule makes sense. Over 900 times it's not to be followed. Why teach somebody rules that aren't to be followed all the time? That's like telling somebody a stop sign is to stop. But, you know, only in two states. <laughs> well, maybe that shouldn't be on the driving test. <laughs> if it's not a rule that I'm going to follow the majority of the time, I kind of don't want to know it because it's it's just going to confuse the shit out of me. I just think it's weird. See, weird, weird, W-E-I-R-D. I before E except after C, except when you spell the word weird, W-E-I-R-D. Actually, look, right here, I before E, except, so I looked this up. I looked this up on the interwebs. It says, I before E, except when your foreign neighbor, Keith, receives eight counterfeit beige sleighs 
from feisty caffeinated weightlifters. <laughs> Almost every single every single one of those words is breaks the I before E rule. Whatever. I'm going to move on. I'm not an English teacher. I'm not an English major. I obviously don't know anything about the English language. I just know that we don't follow our own rules. The one that's always pissed me off is one more. One more and I'll move on. The word zebra. The little pony with the white and black stripes. Or the white pony with the black stripes. Or the black pony with the white stripes. Depending on how you look at it. We pronounce it zebra. Z-E-B-R-A. But according to our English language, we shouldn't be pronouncing a word spelled Z-E-B-R-A, zebra. The vowel consonant consonant does not stress the E. So it's not an E. It's not a zebra. It's an E. The Z-E-B-R-A is pronounced zebra. We stole a country's language and we fucked it all up. <laughs> Oh, what about baloney? Spell baloney. I'll give you some time to spell baloney because I know none of you know how to spell baloney. Baloney is spelled B-O-L-O-G-N-A. Oh, really? A word that is pronounced bologna? You're telling me I have to name it. I have to pronounce it baloney? The fuck out of here. I'm moving on, people. I love my country, but our language is the hard one. People. My, my mom speaks, I think, seven or eight languages and a few of them fluently. And I think she's even told me that the hardest language to learn is English. I know some Bosnians, some Croatians, um, some Italians, some Filipinos. I know a lot of people who speak different languages. And if my memory serves me correctly, the hardest one for them to learn was English. So... I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but I just thought I should highlight that. Okay. So episode 20, huh? <laughs> oh, shit. You guys. Okay. No, no, I'm not joking when I say this. There was a snake in my grass. Dead ass serious. Dead ass. Dead ass. I hate when people say that. Dead ass. I'm dead ass serious. See, if you're going to use that, say, I am dead ass serious. Some kid came up to me the other day and was like, dead ass. I was like, dead ass what? Bro, dead ass. I don't know what I, I said. I could do. I said I could do something. I was telling some story and he goes, dead ass. So what the fuck does dead ass mean, dude? I don't know what you're saying. I don't understand your dialect. Your dialect of this English language that we've already ruined. We've already messed it up. And now you're, you've created another dialect. Dead ass. <laughs> Go to the mirror right now and just say dead ass. <laughs> Fucking stupid. I still to this day don't even know what that kid was trying to say. I think he meant, I think he was co-signing on what I was saying. Like I said something and he, instead of saying, oh yeah, man, I agree. Or, oh, or yeah, for sure. Or of course, or absolutely. Like instead of using a word that has already existed, he said, 
dead ass. <laughs> Fuck that kid. I can't even move on with my story because all I can see is him saying dead ass. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Okay. So I have this. I'm, I'm doing this. Um, I'm going to remake my backyard. So I have this pretty large backyard, pretty decent sized backyard. Really happy with it. And there's four planter boxes back there. And we thought that we were going to be green thumbing it out. We thought that we were going to be planting our own vegetables, our own fruits. And we were just going to do the whole, you know, save a couple bucks on some onions and we'll just grow it ourselves. And for the most part, we did all right. But it's just become too tall of a task. It's become a lot more work than we're interested in. And we said, screw it. Let's remove it. Let's let's gain some. Let's gain some of our yard back and get rid of these planter boxes. So as luck would have it, we are removing these planter boxes. And I have always wanted to put a little, I keep calling it a gazebo and it's not a gazebo. I think it's a pergola. I Googled gazebo. I thought a pergola was like a, like a gazebo type of thing without a roof, but apparently it can have a roof. A gazebo is something totally different. So I think what I'm getting is a pergola. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a pergola and I'm going to build a deck out back where this, where these planter boxes are. So I'm super excited, super stoked. We've been, we've been making over our houses for these homes that we've been renting. We've been doing all kinds of projects. I think I told you guys this before. I've done so much to other people's homes while I live there that now I can finally do something to my own home and it actually be mine and stay mine for as long as I, for as long as I have this home until the bank tells me to get out. I can keep what I, what I create. So I have a friend of mine who's going to help me build a deck and we're going to have a raised deck in the backyard with a eight by 12 or 10 by 12 pergola on a 14 by 16 deck, I believe. And it's going to be awesome. I can't wait to, well, I can't wait to do the work because I think there's, there's a lot of self-fulfillment or self-gratification when you create something on your own, just like this, this podcast, I, I create it. If if it's not good, if you don't like it, it's that's fine. Your ear wasn't enjoying it. But I still created it. I I came to this computer with a blank slate. I hit record. You know, I I yapped in this microphone. I created content. I'm proud of it. Regardless of how it's received, I will be proud of this. And that's how I feel about my project in the backyard. Um but anyway, so in preparing for this task of building a a a deck, I have to clean up the rest of the yard first. So I start by just just do let's just mow. Let's start by mowing. So I go to mow and I told you guys in a previous episode that I I don't fear much. I'm not a I'm not a fright, frightening, frightening guy. Is that the word? Fright, frightening, frightful. I'm not a frightful person. I don't know the terminology. This language sucks. (laughs) I don't get afraid of too many things. 
except wasps, spiders, and snakes. A bear could kick in my a bear could kick in my fence and hang out in my backyard, and I would just think that was pretty crazy. Uh, you know, ten vultures could land in my backyard and stare at me through my window, and I'd be like, "Whoa, this is wild." An elephant could poke his head through my window. And I would just think this is pretty awesome. Kind of strange, but pretty cool. But I see a wasp outside or a spider on a doorframe or a snake in the grass. And I'm ready to sell this fucking property, burn it down. Let's get the hell out of this place. So long story short, I'm mowing the lawn. Everything's going great. I mow this entire lawn. No problem. And then I'm like, hey, let's go out and just cut these branches down. Let's let's clear the space for for where this pergola is going to go. We don't want the tree branches hitting our pergola. So I start cutting tree branches down. Everything's fine. And then I reach down to grab all the branches that I've cut. And one of the branches moves away from me. (laughs) I'm serious. I can't make this up. I reach down. Oh, my gosh. I'm getting like jittery just thinking about it. I reach down to pick up a branch, got the branch, pick up another branch, reach over there, grab another branch. I go to reach another branch and it moves. And I'm like, holy shit. I look down, a fucking snake. A goddamn snake. I almost grabbed a snake. Oh my God. I almost grabbed a snake. If I would have grabbed that snake and it would have ripped around and bit me, I'd be doing this episode from the ER. I'd be in the emergency room Talking to the sweet ladies, whoever, whoever is working in the ER that day, some kind gentlemen or some sweet ladies. I'd be giving them my last rights. I'd be telling them where to send my my money that I don't have. But I'd be telling them if there's anything in my bank account, it goes here. I'd be telling them who gets the house. I'd be telling them who gets the car. I'd be telling them who gets my dog. And then they're going to look me in the eyes and say, sir, it was a garden snake. It's harmless. And I will not believe her. I will not believe a word coming out of that sweet nurse's mouth because she's a liar. If it's slithering, it can kill you. I've seen enough cartoons in the 90s and I've seen enough movies to know that a snake can can kill you. And if it doesn't have venom in his veins, it can wrap around your neck and just squeeze you till you die. And 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 I don't know who said a garden snake was harmless. It must have been the 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 people for garden snake Facebook and Instagram group. But they're fucking liars. If it slithers, it's dangerous. If it's got eight legs, it's dangerous. If it lives in a hive. It's dangerous. This is a public service. I'm getting hot right now because I'm kind of joking. I'm kind of kidding, but I'm also kind of serious. And it's scary. Scary as fuck, guys. Okay. (laughs) So anyway, I mowed the lawn and I found a snake. So if anybody can come over and help finish mowing my lawn, that would be awesome. (laughs) Because I ain't going back. Not going back. But it was really funny because Tavo, my Doberman, he actually found the he actually found the snake first. He ran out into the yard and started barking. And I'm just thinking, geez, man, I I gotta play with you again. <laughs> I said, go away. And then uh and then sure enough, the spot he was barking at was where the snake was. So moral of the story. 
Don't do yard work. You won't find snakes. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, but seriously, I'm, uh, I'm so excited to, to do this, to do this deck. I've never built a deck before, so it'll be my first one. So if you would like not to come over immediately after I build it, just in case it caves, I'm totally understanding of that. I will not hold it against you. However, if you do come over and you spend an evening on this deck under my new pergola and you enjoy yourself and you leave unharmed, uninjured, I, um, I do require a formal written apology in proper English, but you cannot use any word that uses the I before E rule. That's the only stipulation. Formal apology, written apology. You cannot use any English rule that has an exception or has a sub rule that can be used in place of the original rule when the original rule is followed or precedes another word that has an exception to another rule. Okay, so basically you should just come over and enjoy the pergola and deck because you will not be able to properly write that letter. <laughs> oh, and thank you to everybody who responded to my Instagram story where I asked where I can dispose of dirt. Originally, I was just looking for a place where I can dump it. And then I was told that most of the places I need to go, like a transfer center or a landfill, They'll take my dirt, they'll take my soil, but they'll charge me to dump it, which is fine until I got to thinking that it's kind of, it kind of bothers me. It kind of bothers me that I have to pay to return something to a place that it originally came from. <laughs> the dirt in the earth that I removed from the earth is being transported to another place to be put back in the earth. It's crazy. It's crazy to me. I get it. I understand it. I'm, I'm joking. I understand the reasons why. Actually, I don't understand the reasons why, but it makes me feel better if I say I understand the reasons why, because I shouldn't have to be charged to put dirt back into the earth. <laughs> Personal opinion. I don't know. I'm probably wrong. I'm sure I'm wrong. I guarantee I'm wrong. It just is weird. So, by the time you listen to this, it'll be Monday evening. It will be the weekend after Monday. So, by the time you listen to this, if you listen to it on Monday or Tuesday, message me. You got about four or five more days. And let me know if you want some dirt. If I still have it, come over. We'll load it up. You could take it. I don't want it. And if if I have to pay to go give it back to the earth, <laughs> then I will. You know, I I really wish that my neighbors didn't have nice yards. Otherwise, I'd just throw it over the fence. <laughs> oh, stop. You guys have done projects before. You know you wanted to do the same thing. Act like I'm the asshole here. Jesus act like you never threw some dirt in your neighbor's yard act like you never threw a stick over in their yard 
piece of trash. You know, you never walked outside and saw a plastic bag in your yard and just kind of kicked it over in your neighbor's yard. You never did that, huh? No. Just perfect people, huh? <laughs> You're all better than me. I get it. I know it. I accept it and I'm moving on. <laughs> um hey, real quick. Let me let me check my my audience tab here on my on my program here because I noticed something that's pretty cool and I wanted to share that with you. There it is. So the majority of our of my listeners, the majority of you are here in the United States. And I mean, that's to be expected. I'm here in the United States. You're here in the United States. So it, you know, that's, that's just how shit works. Right. <laughs> and the internet has gotten us to Canada. And, and I told you before that it got us to Spain. So I was in the United States, Canada, and Spain. That's where my viewer or that's where my listeners are. And the Spain thing, admittingly, it's kind of cheating. I'm from Spain. I was born in Madrid, so I have family there. They're listening. I like to pretend that, you know, I'm just I'm just super cool and my podcast is just amazing. And uh, you know, Spaniards are just tuning in. But if we're being honest, which which I'm told I should be sometimes, uh the Spain the Spain data, that's my family. And when that number starts to rise, I'll know that some other people have caught on. But I did notice that today about I don't know, a few hours ago when I was poking around on here, I saw two other countries pop up. The coolest one for me is the Philippines. I think that's awesome that my mom's country um I think it's pretty pretty cool that uh the people who share share some of the blood running through my veins have, have found me, have found me on, on, on Apple or Spotify or wherever it is that they're listening to my podcast. It's quite possible. That's maybe their family or maybe they're friends of my family, but that doesn't matter. That's how this works. If you listen to my podcast and share it with someone who shares it with someone, they now are listening to me and they heard they're hearing my voice on this thing because of you and you're my friend. So that's normal. So same thing happened in the Philippines. I just think it's really awesome that we made it across the water. Uh, well, I guess we've always made it across the water. We had to go across water to get to fucking Spain, Jeremiah. What the hell is wrong with you? Your geography sucks. I guess, you know, you obsess over the numbers claim to be a math. God don't know your geography. Um, but I guess we made it over more waters. We went farther into the waters. We made it to the islands. <laughs> there we go. We made it to the islands. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to share that. I think it's cool. So whoever it is that's getting my podcast to the Philippines, thank you. That is amazing. I think I might know who you are. I don't want to say it on the podcast because if I'm wrong, I'm going to piss off the actual people who did this. <laughs> and uh, you know, I'm in I'm in the business of upsetting people, but I'm not in the business of upsetting people who might be able to help me one day, right? <laughs> but the other country, this is this is the one that actually surprised me the most. Um uh, I have a listener or I've listeners in Italy. Now, I lived in Italy for many years, 
but the military brought me to Italy. And, you know, when the military brings you somewhere, you're there for a while, but you eventually leave. So it's been over 20 years since, since I've been to Italy. It's been, it's been over 20 years since I think I've talked to anybody who I was in Italy with. I think everybody that I was there with has made their way back to the United States. We all came back here. So I don't know who's listening to me in Italy. If you are the person or people in Italy that are listening and you're still listening, please message me. I'd like to, I'd like to know who you are. Um, I don't know if you're somebody I went to school with and, and you stayed or somebody I went to school with that, that came back to the States and, and then went, went back. I don't, I don't know. I just, I want to connect with you again. I, I, most of most of my life lessons, my, my formidable years, my formidable years is, was in Europe. So if I could connect with you again, that would be super cool. Uh, oh, speaking of connecting again, do you guys remember episode three? I believe, I believe it was episode three. It's an episode called always show up. That was the episode I did about, let me find it. That was the episode I did about you know, showing up for your friends, showing up for your people. Um, and I told you there was a couple people that taught me what real friendship was because they were the only two people that showed up to my birthday party when I was a kid. And even though I don't talk to them, even though I don't connect with them anymore, I don't actually know where any of them are. I don't either of them are. I still to this day consider those two people my best friends because they opened my eyes to what the word friendship really means. Well, I don't know why I went looking, but I, I, I started searching for this guy and I, I found him. I found him on Instagram. I found my friend Joseph on Instagram. He looks the same. I know it's him. I 1000% sure it's him. His face is just an older version of the one I remember when I was a kid. And I messaged him and he didn't message me back. And his last post was from like three years ago. So I don't think the guy's on the internet anymore. I'm just hoping that one day he logs in and sees my message and, and gets a hold of me. But that's, I complain about, I complain about the future people. I always think it was better in the eighties and the nineties and the early two thousands. I, I don't like new music. I think new music sucks. I don't like new languages. I, I don't like the new, the new terms. I don't like the new dancing. There's so much about what's happening now that I don't like. And that's just me growing into my stubbornness because that's what old people are supposed to do. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to become the 90 year old grandpa. I'm just doing it at 39. I'm, I'm getting my practice in, but the one thing I will tell you that's pretty fucking amazing is the, is, is, is how you can find how you can find a friend of yours at 39 years old. You can find a friend that you had when you were 10 or 13, or however old I was. You just type in his name. You remember the name, you type it in, you scroll through, and you can find him. That's pretty fucking amazing. Anyway, I thought I should share that with you. For those of you who started this podcast journey with me, that was a really cool episode for me. It was a really personal episode for me. So I, I think it was, you know, cool for it to come full circle, and you you should know that I, I found I found the guy. I found him on the internet. He doesn't use the Instagram anymore, but I found him. Dead ass.
<laughs> I found him. Dead ass. <laughs> all right. Anyway, we're getting to that time, guys. I, 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 um, I get out of that. That's all, folks. <laughs> Seriously, this is me sober. I haven't drank alcohol in over 10 years, 10 and a half years. The day I start drinking again or when, whenever I start smoking weed or whatever, whatever I end up doing one day, it's going to be a problem because I'm, I'm a lunatic without the substance. <laughs> I told y'all a thousand times I find humor in everything. So, so if y'all can't handle my sense of humor when I have nothing in me, you guys aren't going to handle me when I get drunk and tell all my jokes. You know, I, you don't want to, you don't want me to reach down into my dad body and in my dad mind and pull out all my dad jokes, <laughs> get me drunk and let me go make a withdrawal from the, from the data bank, <laughs> the data bank, data bank. It's always funnier when you explain a joke. Okay. Let's get serious. I want to wish a uh, happy father's day to all the. To all the kings out there, I hope each and every one of you has the the day you deserve, surrounded by the the children, the children you are raising, the children you are teaching life lessons to, the children that you have devoted your your heart and your soul, your every waking moment to. It, it truly is exceptional what a father does for his children. And and I don't mean father in the sense of it's your seed. It's it's it, it doesn't not biological. I, I I mean father. I mean father in its in its truest definition. You know, if the kid ever looked at you and said and called you daddy, that kid ever looked at you and said he loved you or she loved you, and you stuck around to provide for that child, regardless of your relationship with the mother. You you deserve to be celebrated. You deserve to be celebrated just as anybody else should be celebrated on their day. This is coming from a father. It's special to me. I had a great father. You know, my, my daddy did me right my whole life, and he's still taking care of me. He's still, you know, emotionally... He's emotionally taking care of me still to this day, 39 years old. I call my dad. I said, Hey, I got a problem. I need to talk to you. That man is there. And I pray, I pray that each and every one of you can be there for your children when that phone call comes, you know, and if, if that kid is one years old today, two, 20, 22, 32, 42, I don't know who's listening. No matter how old your child is, you will always be a father. If you take care of your business, you will always be that child's father. Only you, only you can decide when that job ends. And, and if you're asking my opinion, it should never end. So I hope everybody has a great Father's Day. You know, take, take this day seriously. You know, don't overdo it. You know, you're not curing cancer. You know, but maybe you're raising the, maybe you're raising the, the son or daughter that, that is one day. So, you know, I don't know. You know, be, be that child's hero and maybe they'll grow up to be, maybe they'll grow up to be mine. All right. That's the podcast. Everybody, please continue to listen, continue to like, continue to share, continue to rate, continue to review. I appreciate it. 
each and every one of you. I say it all the time. I'm not going to stop saying it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, till next time, this was kind of kidding. I'm the Jeremiah and I love y'all.